0: Welcome to the Business Life & Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle-around-the-clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend, Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. Hey, friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my daily planning notepad. Do you have yours? Did you even know that I created a daily planning notepad to help you get the very most out of your day without inviting busy to the party? So this notepad helps you map out your day, focusing on what matters most, and it encourages you to plan the night before. With a designated spot to write out your rise time, your daily affirmation, your morning routine, what you're gonna do for your mental, emotional, and physical health, this notepad will truly set you up for daily success and on focusing what matters most first. Then when it comes down to work, this daily planning notepad will help you hone in and focus on the one thing you will have completed by the end of the day, and then gives you room to give yourself detailed concrete tasks all in one sheet. So you don't have to spend your days bouncing between sticky notes, notebooks, planners, and the like. This notepad comes with 33 pages to last you an entire month, and you can also purchase a quarter bundle of three notepads and save. And did I mention that they make the perfect gift for all the women you know? Whether you're a business owner or not, everyone needs to get their daily lives snatched, and this is a product that does it for you. You can get your daily planning notepad with free two-day business shipping at com forward slash daily plan, which is linked in today's show notes at com forward slash 114. That's com forward slash daily plan. Your journey to the other side of busy just got way easier for less than the cost of lunch plus tips. So today we are gonna talk about sharing your life while also protecting your family and life. And today's episode was inspired by a question that I received in the DMs. It essentially says, hey Shantae, I love following you on here. I feel like you do such a good job showing up consistently and balancing sharing your life with protecting your family and your life. And she wanted to know if I've talked about it on the podcast and she'd like to hear more about that. Um, So I said, let's just do an episode on it. So today I'm going to talk to you about sharing your life um, and how you can do that while also protecting your family. I think this is an excellent question. Um, So for those of you who do not follow me, hello over on Instagram um, at Shante Grant, S-H-U-N-T-A-G-A-R-N-T. You may know um, that I love Instagram stories um, and that's probably where when it comes to social media, not probably, that is where I spend the majority of my social media time on Instagram stories. Um, and I'm there Monday through Monday, like I'm there seven days a week usually. Now Monday through Friday usually um, is more about what life looks like at home with my son, who's under one at the time of this recording. Um, now it's summertime, so I'm home also with my daughter. So there's a lot of business, there's a lot of life, there's a lot of joy and a lot of real um Monday through Friday, not to say Saturday and Sunday isn't real, but essentially I'm there more Monday through Friday. And then the weekends, is kind of just little snippets of what may be going on with us over the weekend. Um, But one thing that I think is interesting is one of the words that continues to come back to me when I do polls over on Instagram, Instagram stories, is my viewers really appreciate that they feel like I am what they call quote unquote real, meaning I'm showing you real time. I'm showing what's really happening in my life, in my business. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm honest about the ups, the downs, um, and just kind of who I am and what I'm doing and what's going on. Um, And that's what I really like about Instagram stories in general. They don't require the perfect filter or setup or stock imagery that, um, you know, Instagram, at least at one time, I think called for. you can be really real. You don't need that perfect filter, although I'm grateful for the fun filters. Um, you can be real in real time. And 90% of the time with my Instagram stories, they're not pre-planned. Now I have time that I set aside to get onto Insta stories and I am working with the timer going against to to me, but I don't wake up and say, oh, I'm gonna talk about X, Y, and Z, or this is what I'm gonna talk about in these days um, 90% of the time. And those planned posts are usually graphics that have to do with announcements that we're making in my business. So everything else is really just me sharing what real life and real business looks like within the boundaries that I've set for myself in the sharing. So with that, one of the episodes that I do want to reference and have you go back to listen to, if you have not already, is episode 59, which was on boundaries, um, and you can listen at shantegrant.com forward slash 59. So for me, when it comes to sharing on the internet, because essentially that's what sharing on Instagram is. Um, And once you share something, it is out there forever. The delete button does not delete it. Um, So I have started with boundaries, right? I decide what I won't share. And so some of those things that I know I'm not gonna share are you know, nude or quasi-nude photos of my children. So you won't see Liam's cute little tush. It's so cute, but you won't see that. I don't share our home address, our neighborhood, um, our zip code anywhere, anything that kind of more localizes exactly where we are. It's clear that I live in Greenville, South Carolina, but I don't share exactly where we live. I don't share my children's school, the name of the school. Even if I talk about something going on at the school, I may talk about it after the fact. Uh, I may not call it exactly what the school calls it. Um, so I don't talk about my children's school. Um, like the name of their school. Um, and when I was pregnant, I chose not to share ultrasound pictures. That was just a boundary that I set. Um, you don't see pictures of my husband often because when he's home, that's actually time that I'm usually not on Instagram stories. Um, and then on stories, I really keep the focus on my role as mom versus wife because the mom piece more aligns with what I teach my audience. And so that just feels more relevant. And that's something that is so inundated with my day to day, to day. like during the day, um, you know, during the day, my husband is at work. Um, and so during the day, mom life is, it permeates everything. <laughs> there's no escaping that. There's no, um, even when they're at school, there's time to leave and go get them from school. Right. So uh, I focus more so when it comes to relationship on the, my relationship with mom and children. Right. Um, so that's where I start. I start with what's off limits. Um, and I don't have like this hard list of things that are off limits. I just know for me, like those things I just listed are things I know I don't share. So the thought of them even coming up, isn't even an issue. Those are things I know I'm not going to put out, um, on Instagram, on Facebook, on anything. Um, and so, I then share what I want to share, right? I share hard days within the context of joy because not only because joy is on brand for my business, but it's also on brand for my life. Um, Even on hard days, I try to come back to counting it all joy. It's not... Um, like I said, just about being on brand, but it's a core value of mine that I really strive to live up to. And I want to invite people to do the same. And I was just having a conversation um, with someone about this and she was asking, she was saying, you know, I feel like as moms, a lot of times um, moms unite over complaining and, and, you know, talking about the hard parts, but I'd love to see more women um, because I was sharing with her like there's the joy of childhood and she was saying, I'd love to see more of that being the sharing. Um, And that's part of why I share um, what I do and try to always put the positive and the joy spin on it because I think what you focus on is, I know what you focus on is what is actually gonna, it's gonna see traction in and grow in your life. So I try to always come back to that place of joy because if you really look at it, first of all, if you're looking for something, you're gonna find it. If you're looking for something to complain about, you'll find something to complain about. If you're looking for something to be excited about, to be joyful about, to be grateful for, you will. And so when I try to look at motherhood and really life through that lens, and I think doing that gives other people permission to do so also. So if I came on and I was always negative and had things to complain about, number one, I think I'd lose a lot of the people I wanna be around. And number two, I'd attract people who want other things to complain about. Um, that's not what I wanna be around. So I try to project that. Um, as well. That's just like a little sidebar. But um, I share, like I say, essentially, I share all of the things um, within my boundary, but I still always try to bring it back toward that joy. And sometimes it takes me another day before I can do that, right? Um, It depends on what's going on. But I share um, what's going on and usually real time. Um, And I'm cognizant, however, of the fact that what instagram sees it's still just snippets because it's not a 24-hour show it's me popping in at certain moments and sharing what's going on right now or what just happened or what's about to happen it's not a full story but i want to make sure that the snippets when put together paint an honest picture and it's not a picture of perfection and having everything all together um but I'm also not ashamed that for the most part right now in this season that I'm in, I do have a lot of it together. Um, and that's because part of my business is helping other people to achieve that. Um, So my life and my business is over on the other side of busy. And so while I'm not trying to paint a quote unquote, perfect picture, I'm also not going to pretend that I'm having problems that I'm not just because I know there are problems that are pervasive in the communities that I serve. Um, The whole point is to show I actually have figured out how to overcome that. And I want to be a portrait of that. So while my snippets um, sometimes may paint a picture um, of whatever it is, I just always, for me, I want to go back and I actually go back every day and review my stories. I want to make sure it's an accurate and honest picture. So whether it's a hard day, a great day, an easy day, a smooth day, a perfect quote unquote day, um, I just want to make sure my stories kind of capture that, right? Um, But I also have boundaries on the amount of time that I'm on social media. Um, I use Um, Them as time breaks, usually for work um, in between um, transitioning from one thing to another or taking a break while working on a longer project, sometimes I share right in the moment when I have something to share. Um, But really I do what feels right for me, not posting because I feel like I owe it to someone or that I'm obligated. I just genuinely enjoy using stories to build relationship and communicate um, and share with the women in my audience, but I don't feel I owe any human Me pressing a button and talking into my phone, right? And so, what I'm gonna get to in a second are six tips for you um, with sharing your life while still protecting your life. But I wanted to kind of start with a understanding, particularly for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, to understand how I use it, how I'm showing up, um, and how I use social media in general. The place where I tend to spend most of that time is Instagram stories, so I'm using that specifically. But this can be applied wherever it is you show up, um, whether that's a vlog, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or something else, right? Um, I just want to be clear that one is something that I want to do, Two is something I enjoy doing. And three is something I make time for within boundaries, meaning it's not the most important thing on my agenda any day. Um, So if something has to get scratched, it would be that. But it is an important part of my day um, because I truly enjoy it. I wanna do it and I make the time for it. so that I can be consistent. Um, it's really easy to be consistent with the way I have it kind of embedded in, into my day. It's just like being consistent with brushing your teeth and bathing. Like it's just a part of what you do um, that I just happen to really enjoy. So with all that said, kind of wanted to give you an understanding and an overview of how I use it, how I share my life, how, um, yeah, why I use it, All of that. With that in mind, I want to give you six things that I think can help you share on social, show up consistently if that's what you want, right, while also protecting your family and your life and without it feeling draining and without you feeling as though you are obligated to show up. Now, I say I will acknowledge that my audience has an expectation that I'm going to show up, which is what you do when you show up consistently, which is a good thing. You want your customers and your clients to have expectation of greatness from you, Um So from that perspective, that's something that I have created for them. But there's a difference between having them expect you to come and looking forward to you come and feeling obligated. I've seen that happen even in the life of one of some of my favorite bloggers, um, John and Sherry from Young House Love. I remember at a point they used to, Post so much and I remember I followed that blog way back when um, and I would sit at my desk at the firm Refreshing every day like ready every week waiting ready, ready for their posts because I loved reading their posts It's just something about them. I really loved um And they felt like, um, and then I remember once they shared something and they shared it way after the fact and their audience, they got a lot of backlash for like, you owed it to us to tell us about the fact. I think it was, they bought a house and they didn't want to tell anyone yet because they hadn't gotten security there. They were, you know, working on it and their audience literally felt entitled to know their real time life story. And I'm like, I never want to be there. First of all, I try my best to create a community and audience of people who aren't, you know, um, miserable, insufferable humans. Um, that's number one. Number two, though. I just want to make sure I'm making it very clear between the setting up that great expectation and an obligation. The obligation is unhealthy. We don't owe anyone our presence on the internet. Number two, um, but the other end is you do want to have expectation that people look for, they're looking for you. Because I think one of the key signs of building a successful brand is will they miss you when you're gone? I heard Seth Godin ask that question, you know, will they miss you when you're gone? And for me, if I go a day without, I know I'm going to get an email or some DMs. Like, are you okay? Just checking in. We missed you. Um, And I think that is the goal, not the other um, unhealthy end of that, which is the obligation. Like you're obligated to tell me that X, Y, or Z happened in your life or in your business. No, boo, no, no, no. Okay. Mm Okay. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae, And I know you're probably already said at least once this week, how busy you are, am I right? You know, when your to-do list doesn't seem to quite match up to the amount of time you have to get it all done. And not just for business, but for your life too. That's where I can help allow me to introduce you to my Spring Ford Workshop, an online workshop that teaches you exactly how I am able to run two online businesses, host a weekly podcast in my day at 2.30 for carpool. And of course, I make time for the occasional Target and TJ Maxx runs. I created this workshop to help women just like you start exactly where you are and we work together to help you create a plan for the limited time that you have each and every day. Now, each lesson is designed to teach you a new skill and comes along with in-depth worksheets to help you to apply each lesson. Now, this hands-on workshop will require you to challenge the old way of thinking about time and teach you how to build time-maximizing habits. Spring Forward comes with lifetime access to any and all updates, five short and powerful lessons teaching you how to take control of your time, a detailed workbook to help you implement every lesson, examples of my workflows that I create in my own businesses to get the most out of my time, and so much more. So if you're ready to ditch busy and give overwhelm the heave-ho, join me inside of this online workshop as we spring forward to the other side of busy. Sign up today at springforwardworkshop.com. That's springforwardworkshop.com. So with that, let's get to those six things. So number one is to set your boundaries. What's inside the lines, meaning what's allowed, what are you gonna share, and what's out of bounds, right? What are you not going to be talking about, sharing about, Boo don't ask me these questions right so that when it happens, you know exactly how to respond You have to know that for yourself first and you don't really even have to necessarily spell that out to your audience I don't do that because that for me is open up a conversation and there is no conversation If something's out of bound for me, it's out of bounds. I don't owe you a justification I don't and this is not a conversation i'm gonna have like are you okay if I put this boundary here? No, here's the boundary You're not gonna cross it. I don't owe you an explanation just live it out. And if someone comes close to the line, you can be clear and direct then. But I think when we go in front of our audiences and we try to explain our rationale and justify things, you're opening yourself up for a conversation. And this isn't something that's open for debate. It's like coming in and saying, okay, hey, audience, I'm thinking about expanding my family. We're thinking about having another baby. And no, that's a personal decision. You don't have to have the, open that conversation up. because um, You don't, oh, I guess... I think when you're trying to explain things, you're almost asking people to give their input. And when it comes to setting your boundaries, you have to make those and enforce them, right? So that is number one. And um, speaking of Young House Love, I've seen them do this. um, They did it kind of a 360, 180 rather. Um, They used to show their daughter's face and her pictures because every month they did a cute little picture of Clara for a long time. And then as their children grew, they did a 180. They said, you know, we're not going to show our children's faces anymore. And so now you can scroll their feeds for all the days and you'll see pictures of their children, but you always see them in the far, far distance or just the back of their heads or the top of their heads or their hands or their feet. You do not see their faces. Um, And they have a podcast episode actually where they explain why they made that choice and some things that had happened, like people, strangers walking up to their children and saying their name and then their children don't realize like, okay, why? does this stranger know me and they don't want, you know, something to happen where the stranger, the child thinks, well, since this person knows me, is this person a safe person? So they had really legitimate reasons, but they set that boundary and then they enforced it, which brings up another point. You can choose to change your boundaries. You can say, I'm going to do this now and then, or do this one thing and then change your mind and do another. Um... So don't make let anyone make you feel like you don't have the right to change your boundaries because you do. Um, so, but that is number one is to set your boundaries. Know what's in bounds and know what's out of bounds. Number two, post because you want to post, not because you feel obligated to, right? Like I said, you don't owe a human being your presence on social media. You don't owe anyone pressing a button and talking to a phone. Once you take that pressure off, I think you can operate in that freedom. And for me, I mean, I've never had the pressure to, but I just enjoy it. And a little known fact, you probably guys, you guys probably didn't know this. Although I test as an E, I am an introvert. Um, I need time to just me. And I, I don't mind people link with a certain type of people. Um, but I can't people, 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 and then go and people, people, people some more. I need a break in between to just like decompress and be me or do smaller groups, um, I love large groups. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I can't do that. Like all that, like I don't get fed off of that the same way an extroverted person does. I'm not drained from it. It's just not something that feeds me the way that it does an extrovert. Um so I had a point with saying that. <laughs> Can you tell when I go off my notes? Um, but essentially I was going to say like, so I don't have this like longing and desire. Um, I think that was the point I was going to make to um, show up on social because of extrovertism. Is that a word? But it's just because I honestly, truly, really enjoy it. So um, it doesn't drain me, but it also doesn't feed me. Does that make sense? Because I know with extroverts, that kind of stuff sometimes feeds them, fuels them. Um there's a tangent for you. You know, there's one like every episode. Number three, only do it if you enjoy it or if you have a consistent plan. I know that not everyone likes the idea of getting on Facebook Live or Stories or Instagram Live. And while I encourage you to try it consistently before you knock it, right? I'm not saying don't do something because it's uncomfortable, no, you'll never hear me say that in the context of like business and trying new things. Um, if it's something you absolutely hate, just think of different ways you can utilize the platform because you can do video without ever showing your face. Um, everything doesn't have to be forward facing. But I do say if you're using social media or video for business, you ha- you have to be consistent because you then won't build, like I said, the expectation of greatness. And I want that's what you want. You want that expectation. Um, even if people know they can expect literally one story from you every day. Now that needs to be a really good story if you want people keep coming back. But, you know, make sure you have a plan for consistency. And consistency doesn't even mean every single day. It just means like, for instance, the podcast is every single week. That's consistent. I've been consistent for what, over two years now with the podcast, there's not been a Monday we've missed, that's consistency, but it doesn't mean every single day. You just have to figure out what that looks like for you, but only do it, number three, if you enjoy it and if you have a consistent plan. Number four, decide what you wanna share. How are you gonna use the platform? Are you gonna use it solely for promotion for your business, solely for behind the scenes for your life? Are you gonna do a mixture? Knowing upfront what you're gonna actually share not necessarily the specifics, but like the general topics. like what are the things that are gonna be covered here, right? Um, uh, will help you set up expectations for yourself and your audience. For me, I like using stories as a real time capture of what any given day looks like. I'm known for a good rant at least once a month, um, sharing what my day to day looks like as a mom and as a business owner. Um, and I'm working, what I'm working on, and what offers I have coming from my audience. Like these are things that it's not going to be weird for my audience to see, which actually gives me a lot of room to share a lot of things, actually um, things I love, products I'm using, places I'm going, what's going on in my business. So I, um, really wanna encourage you to decide what it is you wanna share. You get to choose. Again, you're the driver in this seat. So that's the good news. Number five, know what you want. Like know what you want. I go back to this time and time again. If you know what you want to get out of an experience um, and what you want to give to an experience, the pressure goes away, right? So know what you wanna get out of using social media and know what you want to give into it And the pressure to post will go away and you'll show up as little or as frequently as you choose in the way that you choose, right? People will then have the option to take it or leave it. Like, here's what I'm putting out there. I'm a once a weeker. um, I'm a once a dayer. I'm a once an hour, whatever it is you're going to be. And then once people take it or leave it, you have to be 100% great with both, right? Yes, people love it or no, people don't. That's either one to me. They're About the same Um, because that means everyone's getting something that they want. You're getting what you want and you're staying or you're leaving to go get what you want. Um, That is not me. So, know what you want to get out of the experience and what is it that you want to put into it. That's number five. And number six is to know your weak spot and your triggers. So, if having a bad day for you means you're not someone who want, you know you should not be showing up, if you're not in the best mood, stay off social. If you know that it's gonna bleed into that, right? Use it as a time to post graphics, photos, polls, share some content, something else. There've been many days actually where I just wasn't feeling being face forward, not because I was necessarily having a bad day, I just didn't feel like being forward facing, right? Um, and you probably would have had no idea if you followed me because I still showed up because I wanted to I just did it in a different way that could have been showing pictures of what's going on outside of my face, right? Like, so turning the camera the other way, um, using graphics, photos, polls, asking, you know, giving people a chance to ask me questions. Um, just know your weak spots and your triggers know that if, you, if you're a person that when you have a bad day, you just can't shake it for a little bit and you don't want to put that out on front street, then don't put it out on front street, right? So it's really important, I think, to know your Weak spots or your triggers. So those are my six tips for sharing your life but keeping that um, protection and boundaries on your life and your family. So number one is to set your boundaries. Number two is to post because you want to and not because you feel obligated to. Number three is only do it if you're going to enjoy it and be consistent. Number four, decide what you want to share. Um, how are you going to use the platform? Promotion, your behind the scenes, and mixture, something else. Number five, know what you want to. Not- not only get out of the experience, but put into the experience. And number six is to know your weak spots or your triggers. That's what I have for you guys today. Let me know over on Instagram, how this helped you. If you have follow up questions, you can ask over on Instagram, I'm at Shantae Grant. Or if you're not in my Facebook group, or if you are, come on over. And ask your question under this post. Every week, there's a post for the podcast episode to engage in conversation that you may have about that episode. And today you can head over to shantagrant.com forward slash circle, join the circle of success and let's chat about this episode and whatever questions that you have about this episode. And before I leave, because we're friends like that, and it's real time, I want to talk to you guys about something brand new that I have called Focus Finishers. I didn't want to leave this episode without giving you a personal invitation to come and learn more. I've created a video over at shantegrantcom forward slash finish telling you about my brand new three-day working retreat with me. We're talking about getting some work done, getting an entire three months worth of work done in three. Three short days. And then being followed up with that with a five-week mastermind with me. Now this gets started in January of 2020, but the applications open on August 1st, 2019. And we're going to be accepting on a rolling basis. And once we hit our capacity, we're closing it down. So I want to invite you to learn more. Maybe that's not a good fit for you, maybe it is. I want you to learn more by going and watching the video at shantegrant.com forward slash finish, which is also linked in today's show notes. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'll see you next week or talk to you next week right here. Same place, same time. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life & Joy podcast each and every Monday morning waiting just for you at shantagrant.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the best way to say thank you for the podcast is by sharing the content with a friend. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review in iTunes. Until next time, my friend, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now.